Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And we're going to be talking this week in regards to having a spirit-led thought life. And I think there's one of the biggest obstacles in our life is dealing with the soulish realm of a man. You know, we're a spirit, we possess a soul, and we live in a body. And But we got to understand that the, the body is not who we are, and even the soulish realm, our feelings and our emotions are not really who we are. We're a spirit, and we possess that soul, or take possession of that soul, and we actually live in a body. Now, before Adam fell in the garden... Adam was absolutely perfect, spirit, soul, and body. Everything about him was walking in perfection. But once he fell in the garden, not only did Adam die spiritually, he died soulishly and he died physically. And we got to understand that Jesus came to earth and he died so that you and I could live and have abundance and have life. And so when we think about that today, how do I live a spirit-led thought life? How do I keep my thought life under submission to the point that it doesn't get out of control, that I don't let it get upper hand on me so I can walk in power and authority. You know, we go to Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7 through 9 in the New King James and it says this, Let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now, Everybody will take this scripture and they'll run rapid with it. And they'll begin to tell you, you know, that, that, you know, we don't have God's thoughts. Well, he's talking to the unbeliever here in Isaiah 55, 7 and 8. So he's not talking to believers here. He's not talking to people that are walking in the spirit of the Lord or have been born again by a recreated spirit. And so you see in 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 12 in the New Living Translation, it says this, that is what the scripture said when they say, no eye has seen no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him but it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit for his spirit searches out everything shows us us God's deep secrets no one can know a man's thoughts no one can know a man's thoughts except the person's own spirit no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit and we have received God's spirit not the world spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. Now I want you to think about that right now. Because the Bible said, according to the scripture, as we have received God's spirit, we can know God's thoughts by knowing God's spirit. And you say, well, pastor, wait a minute. Are you saying that we can know God's thoughts? What I'm trying to get you to understand is that you already know God's thoughts. You're just not aware that you know God's thoughts. You're not aware that you, you, you've thought your way so long that if you'd really spend time with God and meditate on God's word, then you would know God's thoughts. Because John 14, 26 in the Amplified says, But the Comforter, the Counselor, the Helper, the Intercessor, the Advocate, the Strengthener, the Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me, to act on my behalf, have, he will teach you, teach you all things, and he'll cause you to re- recall, will remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything that I've told you. So we see here 
that everything that the Father has been told the Son has been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. Because we have the exact same Spirit living in us that was living in Jesus when he was walking around the earth. So when we set our minds on the things of the Spirit, then we're going to understand and realize that we have the ability and the power through this Holy Spirit that lives inside of us to know God's thoughts, to have relationship with God, to intersect with God, to talk with God, to, to have His revelation. And we can do that by the Holy Spirit. And once we realize that the Holy Spirit is living in us, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. So, you got to understand, he knows the thoughts that he thinks toward us. So what's his thoughts toward us? If he can't reveal those thoughts to us, how are we ever going to know what he thinks about us? Well, we have the Holy Spirit for him to reveal his revelation knowledge to us, for him to reveal his thoughts to us. And once we understand that the Holy Spirit in, in, inside of us has been sent to us, that maybe eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him, but it was to us that God revealed the things how? By the Holy Spirit. What? The things our eyes have not seen. The things our ears have not heard. The things our minds couldn't even imagine that God's prepared for those that love Him. So we can have God's thought life. We can be led by the Spirit and have a thought life that is pure and in line with God's thought life. That's the beauty of grace.